This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. There's a story in the Bible that happened in the life of Jesus. And I remember very clearly, he himself said, To whom much is given, much is required, or much is expected. So if God has done something good to you, he's shown you his kindness. He's shown you his mercy. And shown you his faithfulness, his compassion. He's shown you his protection and his preservation. If God shows up for you, there is a certain way you should respond. Now, I watched a movie one time. And um, in that movie, this lady did everything for this man. They were in love, and eventually she married him against her parents' wish, against the wish of the collective wish of the family. She went ahead, married this man. This man was the one that deflowered her. She was working. She paid for this man. Gave this man everything. Showed this man kindness. But one time she said she was going to commit suicide. She wanted to kill herself. Do you know why? She ended up in frustration. Why? Because she has shown this man so much kindness and expected that this man would treat her well. Instead, he was having illicit affairs, extramarital affairs with different women. He wasn't caring. That was very caustic. That was very wicked. That was exploiting the kindness of man. The same way too, God wants us to respond to his kindness in a positive way. One time, God was so frustrated with Israel that it says in the book of Romans chapter 10 from verse 21, it says, but to Israel, he says, All day long, I have stretched out my hands, my good hands, my hand of victory. I have stretched forth my hands, it says, to a disobedient and contrary people. God was expressing his frustration. Why? If God has shown you so much kindness, You must respond to him. If God has shown you grace, there is how you are expected to respond to him that should make his heart to be happy. When God created man, God says that he repented him that he created man and all the things. So he destroyed everything. Why? 
Because the project did not turn out the way he had anticipated. Man became wicked. Also, the same word was used after God has shown Saul kindness. Remember when God sent the prophet to anoint him? Bible says, Samuel took the horn of oil and then poured this on his head and then kissed him. It was a kiss of grace. And he said to him, is it not because the Lord God has anointed you and has made you commander over his entire inheritance, over his people? From where you are coming from, at that time everything was okay. Even Saul himself had this testimony. Saul says, he says, I am from the least of the tribes of Israel, a very small tribe called Benjamin. Not only that, he says that my family is the least at the wrong, the bottom of the wrong of the ladder, at the bottom of the barrel of all the families, even in Benjamin. That was where God took him from and showed him grace and kissed him and made him to be the head and commander over God's inheritance. So God was expecting that he would respond to him positively. And then something happened. Something very terrible happened. God sent him on an errand. Destroy the Amalekites. And God gave him the instructions. But he disobeyed. Partial obedience is not obedience. It's disobedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. You don't negotiate with God's instructions. You don't contest God's instructions. God's instructions are not subject to your to argumentations. You only obey. And he went, disobeyed God, kept the king alive of the Amalekites, destroyed all the bad things, kept the good things, held the animals. And God came to him and said, Is this what I have sent you to do? And Samuel says something. He says, when you are little in your own eyes, it means when you are small in your own eyes, is it not God that took you and made you a commander over his inheritance? How come now that you are disobeying him and not responding positively and frustrating God? God had an encounter with Samuel over Saul. That night was a terrible night for Samuel, the prophet. The Bible says that Samuel wept. God used the same word. He said, it repented me. I regret for making him king. I regret because he was supposed to respond to my grace in a certain way. Instead, he began to disobey me. God has shown you grace in life. God has shown you grace this season. Look at you in church. Some of you are here. You think you have lost your job. But you've not lost all. You've lost your job. Thank God you've not lost that business. You have lost money. 
Thank God you have not lost your husband. You have lost your husband. Thank God you have not lost your children. If you have lost your children, thank God you have not lost your cousins. If you have lost your cousins, thank God there is always something that God keeps as a remnant to show that God is still gracious. That God is still faithful. There is a remnant that is chosen by grace. You can't lose everything. You have lost your everything and lost your ministry. Thank God you have not lost your life. You are still alive. There is always something that God leaves so he can start all over again with you. That in itself is the act of his grace. Can you see you are alive today? That is the grace of God working in you. But I know that much more than that, some of us here, you can testify, God has been good. Some of you right here, you can testify that God has been good. So he wants you to respond. What is the response that God wants from you? Romans chapter 12 from verse 1. It says, I beseech you, brethren, by the message of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable service. It's the logical thing to do when God shows you mercy. Do you know that the grace of God should not be taken in vain? Titus chapter 2 from verse 11, as I conclude. It says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation that appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness, worldliness, worldly laws, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this world. That is how to respond to God's grace. You live a life of righteousness. You live a life of godliness. This is not the time for you to begin to embrace in sin or begin to wallow in sin or begin to wallow in disobedience. This is a time that God is calling you out. Come out from that bed of adultery. Come out from telling lies. Let your life embrace the grace of God for a change because the grace of God is supposed to bring a change in your life God has shown you kindness respond by obeying him listen very carefully as I conclude your devotion to God is the ultimate you have come here also to declare his praise but it has to be on the platform of obedience. It has to be on the platform of obedience. On the altar of sacrifice. Not just once and for all like the goats and the bulls that were just killed. And no. A living sacrifice. A daily living. This is what God has called you to. And when we come to declare his praise. We are saying, God, this is our devotion. Worship is the highest form of devotion a man can give unto God. 
is an expression of our devotion unto you. God Almighty, we are devoted to you. We are your devotees. When we come, we'll express that devotion in dancing, in singing. That is when the offering that you offer shall become impactful. Who shall abide the day when he appears? Who shall stand? Surely he shall be like the fuller soap and the purifying fire. And it shall purify the sons of Levi that they might offer unto God an offering in righteousness. That is the offering that will provoke heaven to do something on your behalf. An offering righteousness in right doing. Today you will bow down your heads as you pray and speak to God and say, Lord, I have come again. I do not want to end up this year living in disobedience. I submit my life to you. Lord, I repent of all my disobedience. Today, I engage the power of your grace. Thank you, King of glory. Godliness is profitable unto all things. Thank you, Lord. Let my life speak for life and let my life be a living testimony, a living sacrifice unto you. You have shown me kindness. Jesus came and died for me. I give you my entire life and I live a life to please you. You are my allegiance. Thank you, King of glory. Blessed be your holy name. Jesus mighty name. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at the throne room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website www.rccgthroneroom.org You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.